All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the it's the Rob Zakari show. I am your host, Rob Zakari. Don't forget, you can follow us on uh, Twitter. You can follow us on uh, Facebook. You can follow us on uh, uh, I don't know Periscope, YouTube. Uh, what else? You can listen to us on. Um, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, and now iHeartRadio. So if you have the iHeartRadio app, you can go on to uh, iHeartRadio, type in the Rob Zakari Show, and you can um, listen to us. So go to iHeartRadio. Ah, man. We were just talking about the whole North Carolina situation. You know, I wanted to add something to that. Man, imagine. Well, I mean, you can't even. You don't have to imagine. Think about all the times that uh, Trump has. said something that you have to really be looking or have a a, a effed up thought process to think what he said in the terms of um Violence or or are killing somebody. I'll give me an example. When he has talked about uh, the Second Amendment, he said, "See what would happen if Hillary Clinton's security team had their guns taken away instantly." You hear, "Oh, he's calling for her assassination. He's calling for her death. He's inflaming people. He's a." Hey, Now, I'm not saying I'm a Harvard grad. I'm not saying that I'm a Princeton cum laude <laughs> or, or a Rhodes Scholar. But I didn't get out of Trump talking about security to detail, taking away, getting their guns taken away. As being, let's kill Hillary Clinton. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take that from his statement. I mean, it's a common statement that gun enthusiasts say to gun activists, especially celebrities. When you hear unhealthy Amy Schumer and the rest of them screaming about guns. And yet they all have bodyguards who have guns. And guard gates at their house. They have all the protection one could ask for. But yet, 
they want to take that protection away from average folk. I mean, that's what I got from it. It was, yeah, see what would happen. Not see what would happen. They'll, they'll, Hillary Clinton will be murdered. That's not <laughs> what I got out of it. But where I'm going with it, Is the same outrage that somehow was Donald Trump inflaming a situation and, you know, adding fuel to the fire over something that, you know, you had to be a really warped or just partisan, I hate Trump, I'm Samantha B. My mission in life is to go after Trump. My mission in life is to be, I guess, John Stewart. Hillary Clinton goes on television and starts screaming. About North Carolina. Talking about another police shooting. This has to stop. This can't be tolerated anymore. And then last night, the city is the purge. And not one person said, you know, Hillary Clinton inflamed the situation. Hillary Clinton's out there screaming and yelling. We don't know all the facts. I mean, you got to admit. You got to admit. It's incredibly bizarre to watch everybody on the left tiptoe around Islam and Muslims and terrorism. A bomb goes off in New York City. Pressure cooker. Cell phones hooked up. Pipe bombs while Marines are having a parade. I mean, things that are just over the top obvious. And the left tiptoes. Oh, you can't say it's, it's terrorism. You can't say it's a bomb. Can't rush to judgment. Can't judge a billion people. You get. But when it comes to cops, Hillary Clinton and the left can't run out in front of those microphones, in front of the cameras. They can't run out there fast enough to condemn the cops. Scream that it's unacceptable. And they don't know any of the facts. I mean, man. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Okay? 
It's bizarre. But I just wanted to add that into the <laughs> into the mix. Just wanted to add that into the mix. And we'll probably go back to the North Carolina uh, situation. But I wanted to talk about, and I've been meaning to do it for the last few days. Now, I've on more than one occasion talked about Seth Myers before. On more than one occasion... I've talked about Stephen Colbert before. I've talked about these people before in the context of the media, the culture, and everything in between is controlled by liberals. And I've had people kind of scoff at me. I've even had my own dad, who's a liberal at heart, scoff at me. Kind of give me that, I don't, I don't know what you mean. I, you, know, you mean everything's liberal, everything's a Democrat. I mean, he's 79 years old, but. <laughs> and I've often pointed to not just. CNN, ABC, things of that nature when we say the media. Because you have to include Seth Meyers. You have to include Colbert. I've often said the liberal takeover, the left's takeover, is deeper than just Poppy Harlow on CNN. It's deeper than Wolf Blitzer. It's about the programs that are on television. It's about late night TV. It's about Saturday Night Live. It's about going into an airport and waiting for five hours to get your connecting flight. And watching CNN. It's being in a doctor's office. And having... The New York Times or the Washington Post in front of you. It's watching television shows that are skewed to the liberal side. And should somebody veer outside that liberal bubble that liberal sphere they are condemned they are not one of us they are not one of us 
So I didn't think much of Jimmy Fallon's Trump interview. It was a funny interview. It was entertaining. It was Jimmy Fallon. It was Jimmy Fallon. Why is Jimmy Fallon the number one late night show on television? Because Jimmy Fallon doesn't alienate half his audience. Because Jimmy Fallon knows that he must still have a career. He must still have a show. He must still pay the bills long after the presidential race. And the great late night talk shows the hosts that had been around for 20, 30, 40 years gone on in the annals of history knew the formula and the formula was have a few jokes against the left have a few jokes against the right but I'm an entertainer this is a variety show this is a talk show I'm not a social justice warrior I'm not an activist if I wanted to be an activist if I wanted to be a social justice warrior I would quit what I'm doing and I would be a social justice warrior. I would be an activist. I would go out there and work in the communities and try to bring about change. Johnny Carson... David Letterman, Jay Leno, Jack Parr, Ed Sullivan. They all knew the formula. They all knew the formula. It's very simple. In a more simplistic explanation. You're with your friend. Your friend's having girlfriend problems, boyfriend problems. They're complaining about their boyfriend. They're complaining about their girlfriend and you get involved in the complaining you 
pile on. You get involved. And after days, maybe weeks, hell, maybe months, they get back together. They work through their issues. Who's the odd man or woman out? You. You are now on the outside. That's why educated, intelligent, smart individuals don't put themselves in that situation. If their friend asks them advice, if their friend asks them an opinion, they give it, but they give it in a way that is not inflammatory. Or harsh because they know they'll eventually make up and you'll be the one that's looked at as the scumbag because you stuck your nose into a situation that eventually got worked out. And it's the same thing with this late night stuff. Jimmy Fallon is number one. Stephen Colbert is last. Besides the fact that Stephen Colbert sucks. Besides that. Besides that. Half the people that would watch late night television will not watch him. Because he is a liberal hack. He is a liberal hack. And you know that if you put on Colbert, he's going to spend half his show calling Trump a Nazi. Going after Republicans. Calling them Enablers of Nazis. So in turn, the only people that will watch that show are bleeding heart liberals. And long after the presidential race is over, Colbert will never, ever get those people That he turned off. And Colbert knows his ratings suck. Seth Meyers knows his ratings suck. Samantha B knows. Her rate, well, she's on TBS, okay? 
just because a bunch of liberal douchebags in the media that are part of the Daily Beast or Vox or Vice, just because some of them love you, And think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Doesn't mean you're successful. And so all of these people want Jimmy Fallon to alienate half of his audience. So that they all can have an even playing field. And Fallon's just not that stupid. Listen, When he first took over that show, when he first took over that show, I was convinced he would fail. I was convinced. Convinced he would fail. But he proved me wrong. And I was the first one to go on this show and say, wow, Fallon, he proved me wrong. He was pretty successful. He's pretty good. It's actually funny. The stuff that he gets celebrities to do is pretty funny. eating and I mean it's <laughs> uh, it's you know <laughs> it's, it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty incredible what he gets uh, all these celebrities to do and this isn't anything new Again, if Samantha B wants to be a social justice warrior, we'll go out and be a social justice warrior. Go out there and protest. You ain't going to see Samantha B going around in Charlotte. You're not going to see Stephen Colbert running around in Charlotte. Of course not. None of them are. They critique from afar. They attack from afar. But none of them ever do anything for any of the causes that they so passionately feel for.
Now, Kimmel, to a lesser extent, he's not as merciful or I should say unmerciful against Trump and the Republicans. And that's why he's in second place. But it's wild to listen to the Samantha Bees. And the Colbert's. And different people like them. Who are constantly. Bitching and moaning. Saying. The media doesn't fact check Trump. And, and, the, and, the, and the, the media. Doesn't hold his feet to the fire. And the who are they talking about? Who are they talking about? When Seth Myers is screaming at the camera, hey, Donald Trump, F you. And Samantha B saying, F you. And Stephen Colbert is going, F you. Who are they talking about? I get it. They're upset at Lester Holt because he asked Hillary Clinton questions about her server. And when it came to Donald Trump, he didn't kick Trump in his balls. I get it. Jimmy Fallon didn't kick Trump in his balls. But I've never, ever not turned on CNN or MSNBC or, uh, you know, ABC. I, I've never not turned on one of those shows. Rather, it's Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper. And had them not engaged in bashing Donald Trump. I, I, I don't know what Samantha B and Colbert and Seth Myers are talking about. And when somebody brings up Corey Luminowski and the fact that he's still getting severance pay from Donald Trump while he's working as a pundit for CNN, and that being a conflict of interest, but yet Paul Begala running the Hillary Clinton super PAC and being part of CNN is not a conflict of interest. I mean, it's amazing how all of this is ignored. And it just goes to my whole argument that when you want to talk about Nazism and you want to talk about 
running a police state. It's the Democrats. It's the liberals. It's the left that are engaged in this type of thing. It's the media. It's the Samantha Bees. I mean, if you listen to Samantha Bee, if you listen to Stephen Colbert, if you listen to Seth Meyers, their their entire stance is everyone should be against Donald Trump. And if you're not against Donald Trump, they will shame you. And you're not a good person. You're not one of them. I mean, that's amazing. If you don't think like them, if you don't act like them, if you don't do what they do, you are wrong. You're an outsider. You need to have a letter stamped on your chest. Numbers stamped on your arm. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. And then they ignore the reality and say outlandish. And I consider bringing up Corey Lubadowski as outlandish because they fail to acknowledge Paul Begala. What do you think? Paul Begala goes on CNN for free? He thinks Paul Begala does election night coverage. You know, the primaries, the conventions. You think he's there till 3 o'clock in the morning for free? Are you kidding me? None of those people do anything they do for free. None of them work as pundits for free. They're all paid. Conflict of interest? You don't think it's a conflict of interest that Jorge Ramos's daughter works for Hillary Clinton's campaign? I guess Samantha B doesn't talk about that. I guess Seth Meyers doesn't talk about that. Anytime Trump does an interview, anytime Trump has a speech, anytime there's a Trump sighting, it then goes to a panel that consists of a four to two 
pro v against Trump. So you have the left side, which is three pro Clinton anti-Trump people, plus the person who's doing the show, which is anti-Trump. Anderson Cooper is anti-Trump. Don Lemon is anti-Trump. And then on the right, you have Kellyanne McAfee and Jeffrey Lord. So you basically have four people against two. If Trump says something like, I want to give poor kids uh, free bologna sandwiches for the rest of their life, Whatever, something nice. Something uh, I I, I want to give a puppy to every you know <laughs> little girl, little boy in the world. I I don't know. I want to bring in every five year old Syrian refugee and put them up in the Trump towers and give them free college education. That panel. Will go after Trump and twist it in a way that paints him as the Antichrist. So, this fake outrage by the Samantha Bees. And the Stephen Colbert's and Seth Meyers is insane. And that's why, mark my words, Stephen Colbert will not be around next year. Mark today on the calendar. Because we're gonna play this video, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play this audio. Come January, okay? Come January, we are going to play this video. Today's what? The 22nd? Say what? The 22nd? Whatever today is. Mark this on the calendar. And we will play this video back. We will play this audio back. Stephen Colbert will be gone come January. After the election is over, he will be gone. Mark my words. You don't survive. In late night television in third place. You don't survive in late night television when you lose half your audience. The only reason they're keeping Colbert now is to keep liberals and the left 
energized. So they go out and vote for Hillary Clinton and not Donald Trump. That's it. That's it. That is the only reason. If 2 million people are watching him, that's 2 million people that the left hopes will stay energized to go out and vote for Hillary Clinton. Because at the end of the day, this election is going to come down to about 2 to 4 million votes. The country's pretty much divided 50-50. The country's pretty much divided 50-50. And if you have Two million people watching Colbert. If you got a million people watching Myers. If you got a million people watching Samantha B. Granted, a lot of these people will overlap. But if at an aggregate total, you have two and a half million people, you want to keep them engaged. Because if the election is about four million, You're talking about more than half of that number being engaged and being excited because Seth Meyers is going F-U, explanation point. And Colbert is saying F-U, exclamation. I mean, they're they're all using the same joke. F-U, explanation point. F-U, explanation point. And then Samantha B is just F-U. Using the same joke. It's like when CNN and MSNBC and CBS and NBC and ABC all go, Donald Trump and his speech was dark. And then you hear that word on every single network, dark. And Hillary Clinton stumbled and was wobbly. And you hear that on every single network. Not that she lost consciousness, not that she fainted, not that she passed out and had to be dragged into a van and she lost her shoe. No, she stumbled and was wobbly. And now it's going on in late night. It's exactly what I said. You talk about the media. It's not just. It's not just. The news. It's not just your CNNs and MSNBCs. It's your late night programming. Your variety shows. That are all leftists. It's Hollywood. Leftists. The entertainment they make. Leftists. And that's why... The really, really smart actors, the really, really smart musicians, the really, really smart performers don't get into politics because they know their movies need to open. 
with a hundred million dollar gross. And if you piss off X amount of hundreds of thousands of people, you're not going to hit your gross. That's why the really smart celebrities, if they want to be active, it's about uh, dirty, poopy water. Or even to a lesser extent, global warming. Because they know the most they'll get their balls busted about flying their private jets and polluting the environment with jet fuel. And they figure, ah, we could take that. But the really smart ones don't get involved in the political game because they know at the end of the day when all the dust settles and no one gives a crap about politics they know they can't survive on half an audience because they alienated the other half. It's just facts. Just facts.